3: of yours. It is 8 minutes past 10 o'clock on a Sunday night on WCCO Radio. My name is Susie Jones. Been filling in for Geraldine this evening as she's a bit under the weather. We've had a good time, I think. We've learned a lot. We found out about good plays to go to and different issues in the legislature. But now we're going to shift gears. We're going to talk about love. We're going to talk about relationships. We're going to talk about spirituality and healing and growth And we've invited to the program Kaylin Rosenberg. She is the love architect. She's written several books and she is the leading authority on love, life, relationships, and dating, and all different ages and all different phases of life. Welcome, Kaylin. Thanks for coming on with us.
2: Oh, hey, Susie. Thank you for having me.
3: Let us tell our listeners. So I ran into Kaylin at, where were we? The Blue Mercury. Yeah, we were at the Galleria. Yep. And I turned around and I saw you and I said, hey, and we had a big <laughs> hug. So for people who don't yeah. know, Kaylin, you've been on the show many times with, with me before when I had a show with Eleanor Mondale and Pat Miles. Yeah. yeah. so it's been a long time. And it was nice to yeah. catch up and to hear some of what you're doing and new things on the horizon and what the world is like now, post-pandemic or kind of, Um so yeah. Th- so thanks for coming on. Uh, talk about yeah. your. It says I. I Googled you. The love architect. You is that a, a character? Is that a title you hold? That you hold on to. That's your title.
2: You know. I yeah. I, when people would you know come to me and they'd say, "Oh, well, you're a matchmaker," I'd say, "Well, sure, of course. That's something that I I have done for many years.
4: Right. Right. Um,
2: but but I always found that the whole creation of, of connecting uh, with your soul in love in a healthy relationship took far more than just putting two people together and hoping for chemistry. And it was really the architectural piece of getting to know oneself, showing them who they really are, teaching them how to love themselves, so therefore matching someone with who they really are, and then getting them to a place where they're truly ready for love. That has been the most fascinating and rewarding really experience in my career so far and um, and for my clients and, and yeah so definitely love architecture and and yes hence the love architect
3: it's interesting that we have been through some really difficult times as humanity yeah. you know with uh, losing so yeah. many so many lives to covid and you know the destruction in the world do you feel like people have changed somewhat in their view of love and that connection and that mm-hmm. seeking that soul seeking you know the meaning of life kind of more because we've been through this traumatic experience as a whole.
5: Yeah.
2: Yeah. We have absolutely, I mean, as a planet, right, we've Mm -hmm. changed as an entire collective and as to what is real, what can we trust? uh, How long is life really going to last? Mm -hmm. uh, Who am I? Who are you? Uh, we've become quite discombobulated and yet I think that and I, you know, I I used to say as we were getting into the whole year of 2020 that it was the chance for hindsight, right? 2020 mm-hmm. vision mm-hmm. into ourselves into what is truly important and, and, and most meaningful and I think that we all sort of, not only were we forced to hunker down and to stay in, but I was trying to really teach people how to really go within on a much deeper level, a soulful and spiritual level so we could come out of this in a healthier, brighter, better, more aware space. And I feel like we're still really struggling Mm -hmm. um, to do that. We're wanting that. We're starving for that. but um, uh, And I will say, though, that even so, the, the blessing that I am seeing come from this is that we are probably, in a sense, even though we're scared to death in many, many ways, Uh, we are wide open to seeking what is true, good and real for us. And Mm -hmm. so when it comes to love and it comes to partnership, I think people are growing up. I think they're waking up and, um, and I see us having better and healthier relationships than we've ever had before.
3: We're talking to Kaylin Rosenberg. She's love architect. She is also a coach and as she says, she brings people together in love. Um, you're doing more than that, though, right? Kind of talk about the work that you're doing and your your goal, your mission, your
2: passion right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's pretty hardcore, actually. Yeah, um, I yeah, I've, you know, I've been working with uh, the. The power of what I call the power of love, right, in people's lives uh, and in community for almost 30 years now, Susie. It's crazy wow. how much time and how fast it's gone. Yeah. And um, so, you know, my whole thing has been uh, a platform that I've been working on. We're getting ready to launch in April. I can tell you a little bit about it. I'm pretty excited, uh, but uh, yeah, I'll tease it a little bit. Sure. It's, it's the, it will be the first ever uh, really spiritual-based healing lifestyle, wellness, and dating platform. Uh, that will for the first time give humans singles an opportunity to have a space where they can go that will truly truly honor themselves that will teach them about the process of love how to find the best love the best partner um, and then carry you and walk with you and support you all the way through so it's not just about finding that person but it's what happens once you've fallen in love and um, so really from meeting to throughout the relationship to to the end and um uh, it I'm honored to, I can't say who they are right now, no. but uh, to be supported by, you know, literally the top experts and celebrity experts in anywhere and everywhere from spirituality to beauty, to design, um, wellness. It, it, it's really in psychology, it's really an honor. So I have this incredible, I call my global love team, and we are all behind this to bring love and healing to people, to disrupt the dating industry, to clean it up, to bring more integrity to it. And um and to honor singles because it's hard to know where to go, you yeah. know, to find love. Yeah, so very very excited about that. But I do a lot of coaching, a lot of healing. I work with married couples and individuals and people struggling with addiction and, you know, because to me again, anything that is not working in our lives is just really truly a disconnect from love and um, from a higher source and and uh, so that's why I put my heart and my energy in my work. That's
3: fantastic. So, people, if you're listening, if you're awake right now and you have a question, maybe you are single. <laughs> maybe you're single and you have hit dead end after dead end, and maybe you're struggling and you want to reach out. We do have time with Kaylin. If the number is six five one four six one nine two two six again, six five one four six one nine two two six. And Kaylin, for myself, and when you and I have spoken about this, you know, I think there's a great fear, at least for me, in Mm. Approaching a committed, loving, profound, spiritual, grounded, healthy relationship—it kind of scares me because I think I've been single for a long time. I have a home. I'm self-sufficient. I have a routine, and I think, Mm -hmm. do I really want someone? You know, I mean, are they going to want to watch a show? I don't want to watch. You know, I mean, you really kind (laughs) of you kind of run through it in your head, and then you think. Oh, forget it. I'm just going to watch Netflix and go to bed early. And, you know, I mean, there takes an element of uh, bravery and courage to step out.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, especially if you've been hurt. And and we all have, right? Mm -hmm. And to different degrees. And some of us carry hurt and pain, you know, our entire lives, going back to when we were kids, right? We carry different levels of childhood trauma Mm -hmm. um, that maybe perhaps we didn't work out or we brought into different relationships. And then that trauma sort of was... Reignited and exacerbated, and and um, and then we blame we blame love, and we say love isn't safe, or partners aren't safe. And actually, um, it's that we need to learn to be safe for ourselves, that we can trust ourselves, trust our inner voices, trust our. our our higher self to to pay attention and to know when something is good or not for us. And, um, but no matter what, I mean, I have clients that are from their teens to their eighties and uh, love can be fresh and beautiful and amazing at every age. And, You know, my husband and I have been together 25 years. We just finished, um, I shouldn't say we finished, we Ah. celebrated our 21st wedding anniversary the other day. And he's my buddy, he's my pal. And, you know, has it been a rocky road and have we been through hard times? And did we think at times of calling it quits? Absolutely, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. As we were, as the immaturity in us, we're in a space of needing to grow and wake up and grow up. But he's my bud today. And, and um, you know, and, and I'm like you. I have a successful career just as you do. And, and um, I could easily do life on my own. But it, it is, I will say, when you finally are in that space where you are ready for real love and you are ready to have a partner that is in the same space as that, it is incredibly rewarding and, and um, something I really hope and want for everyone.
3: Kaylin Rosenberg, our guest. Kaylin, can you hold the line just a minute? We're going to take a quick break. But I want to get back to the, as you mentioned, cleaning up the dating world and that the whole sort of Mm. incessant, you know, Bumble and Hinge and Tinder and blah, 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 and the the mess that it is in terms of how do you do it? Should you do it? So let's get into that after this quick break on News Talk 830 WCCO. <laughs> it is 1020 on News Talk 830 WCC on a Sunday night. We are talking about love and kissing and kissing the most important thing ever. Kaylin Rosenberg is our guest. She's a love architect and a coach and a friend. And we're talking about love and romantic love at any age in your life. It's possible and a little bit, we want to kind of go back to this idea of cleaning up the online dating scene. What do you make of it, mm. and how do you sort of navigate it, and is it a good idea? I know you you have a business mm. that does it, but a lot of people do it. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's very successful, sometimes it's not. So maybe talk about your perspective on that.
5: Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, I think it was a brilliant business model, right? It's why it's done so well. It's inexpensive. It gives you access to the masses. It's kind of like... You know, giving you the opportunity to go back in time when, you know, when we were younger and you just go out to, you know, whether you're on campus or you are out at a bar and having fun and it's innocent, you're flirting and you see each other and, and you have the opportunity to see, right? begin mm-hmm. to, to feel a connection, right? That's that first spot our ego goes to. Yep. Um, but, you know, and so you have that, but the problem is, is that there's no vetting, right? Mm-hmm. There's no real vetting. And mm-hmm. so unfortunately... In a world with a lot of brokenness, and as I said earlier, a lot of you know we carry trauma, and if we don't work our trauma out, it it shows up very sideways and and can come out uh, quite upside down, and it can hurt and harm other people, and um, and so we have too much of that going on. So I think. Again, it's a genius business model. They're making a ton of money off Mm -hmm. of singles that are looking for love and who are really in a space of desiring love, the majority. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's a vulnerability there. And so you really have to be prepared uh, and know what you're doing. And so there's, you know, there's such thing as I'm sure you've heard of dating exhaustion online and and because you don't know what you're getting. Right. And it goes it's both ways for men and women. They both say, hey, I have no idea who I'm really meeting until I see them. and, Mm And that's if you're even lucky. So you just have to be it's really truly buyer beware um <laughs> there are amazing people all over the place that are online. You can for sure find love and good people online, but it's really sort of like a you know you are lucky if it happens and it's more of a needle in a haystack and um, so I think, uh, yeah, as far as cleaning it up, I think it needs to offer uh, full vetting, which mine will mm-hmm. and is going to that I'm launching this summer, yeah. um, you know, late spring into summer. And um, and that's on many different levels. And yeah. Um, but also, again, the readiness and the awareness of, you know, who are you? Are you ready for love? Do you know what you want? Mm-hmm. Um, who are you? Know how do you show up when when life is hard or when relationships are hard or you're triggered? Mm-hmm. Those are all things to pay far more attention to than, hey, I'm single and I'm lonely and I'm ready to have a, a partner, right? right?
3: Right, right. So yeah, and and
2: too many people just don't really think that way.
3: No, and they they want just the company, and there's something to be said for that. But I mean, if you're getting with someone. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, I've had so many dates online, Caitlin. Caitlin, I mean, it's just Mm -hmm. like, ah. And I can usually tell in the first 10 seconds which way it's going, just because I have a pretty Mm. keen sense of, um, I don't know, I just kind of, maybe I don't give people enough of a chance, but I kind of look Mm. for signals or I hear stories. If someone says... For example, if I have a date with someone and they are still angry at their ex, if they have never mm. talked to their ex, never been in their ex's house, you know, if there's mm-hmm. residual anger about a past marriage or relationship, that to me is kind of a little bit of a flag. I say, well, you know, I yeah. think, you know, move on. It, it, how many years has it been? And why are you still holding on to this anger? You know, I don't want to fix yeah. I don't want to fix anybody. I'm not in this world. to, No, you know. Nobody's going to be my project, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and it's not to sound unloving, right? I mean, we we sh- we really have an element I think we it would be how lovely would it be if we were all in a way uh, able to be there for one another, to be able to hear one another truly, to be able to see one another. Um, in a different way, we'd have far less divide than we have going on right now, mm-hmm. um, even especially politically, right? But right. it's the same for love, and I think that's really healthy, what you just said. It's, it's paying attention to those signs. It doesn't mean that those are bad men. It just means these are wounded men, and these are men that are still working their stuff out, and they're angry, and they're sad, and they're frustrated, and they, and, uh, they have some resentment <laughs> that's still holding on. And, and it doesn't matter how amazing you might be, but eventually it's going to come out at you. Right, and uh, that's that's just how we work our stuff out. If we don't work it out on our own within, we work. We try to work it out either through or on someone else. And uh, life is just too precious and too short.
3: <laughs> it is to be in that kind of a situation where you've lost yourself. You, I mean, that's sort of my typically. I mean, I haven't been in a relationship for a very long time, but you, the fear of sort of giving up yourself, and yeah. and accepting something that maybe isn't what you want just to fill some kind of, like you said, put some salve on an old wound and not really, it's not, it's not fitting the bill, but it's doing something for your ego or slash wounded self. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's right about Don't you, that, I mean, you do this that to, to heal yourself, to be, you're never, I always think Caitlin, you're never going to be like, or I don't perceive that one day I'm never going to have pain I'm never going to have conflict I'm never going to be sad but I'm moving Mm. toward a place where at least I see it I understand it I constantly write about it if if I'm stuck on something or I'm mad at someone or I hate someone I write about it Mm. like why do I hate that person well
2: that's cool that's good
3: (laughs) I I write that and then I'm like why what why am I angry like what is it in me that feels, what's the thing that's in me that's, that's that feeling? Where's it from? So it's, it's a process Mm -hmm. and I've been at it a long time, a long time. And like I said, I kind of, as I said to you, I kind of think I am ready. I know I declared it, but then I get scared. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to take my toys and go home. But, but, (laughs) but, you know, there's a program I belong to that step two says, uh, we came to believe in a, Power greater than ourselves that can restore us to sanity, and we talk about yeah. that power greater than ourselves, and not really understanding the yeah. specifics, but just trusting the process and that it will be mm. presented. It some like you showed up in my life at that beauty store. That's a little bit mm-hmm. how it works. If you let go and trust the trust God and trust, Amen. Yeah, so that's
2: how it's, I kind of feel about true. it. Good. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yes. And I, I've seen it really work. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But I think, you know, the fact that you said you write things down and you sit with yourself for a moment, you sit sort of quiet within yourself and you're, you know, you look to see, well, what is this about within me? Where is this coming from? What do I need to look at? What do I need to heal? What am I afraid of? That's, that's gorgeous. That's perfect. That's exactly what we need to be doing. And far too often, um, people are either afraid to do that or they don't know how to do that and so what they do is instead they project it right mm-hmm. they project it outward and they mm-hmm. project it onto others and they stay stuck in that pain and that anger and and um and it just doesn't have to be that way so I'm, it's so neat to hear you saying that especially to your listeners that um it's because it's really a healthy lovely way to to start any sort of healing process
3: well, that is wonderful. So we are at the bottom of the hour, so we're going to have to say goodnight. But we want to right. tell people how to find you if they want to learn more about the work you do and uh, maybe sure. the, the new thing coming up. So how do they find Yeah, you? absolutely.
2: Uh, they can uh, go to thelovearchitects.com. Um, if they're interested in matchmaking, I'm not taking any further matchmaking clients. I have a waiting list. Okay. Um, but I have, other, I have other matchmakers that I absolutely adore that I've vetted that um, I can connect people with depending on where they're at and what they're looking to invest. Okay. And then mm-hmm. if someone is interested in coaching, I'm still taking coaching clients. And that is at dot com.
3: Wonderful. Well, thanks for coming on. It was a a treat to see you. You're a dear person, and uh, we hope we can continue to spread love in the world.
2: Amen. Let's do it. Thank you,
1: Susie. All right. Have a
3: wonderful night.
2: (laughs) You too. Bye-bye.
3: Again, Kaylin Rosenberg, uh, thelovearchitect.com with us on News Talk 830-WCCO.
0: Now get 0% APR or up to $1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
4: I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day
3: We finish up at 11 o'clock tonight. My name is Susie Jones. It's been a pleasure and an honor to spend the last couple of hours with you, Jonathan Lowe, at the helm. Thank you so much for all your contributions the last four hours. We're going to bring it home tonight with a conversation with a woman that I admire and uh, respect, Echo Bodine. She is a renowned author and teacher, and she is celebrating the opening of a new space in Richfield and she's going to tell us more about it. She's on our John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Uh, good evening, Echo. Thanks for coming on with me.
5: <laughs> oh, Susie, this is so fun. Well, hi, you know, honey.
3: Hi. It's kind of last minute, but I thought, <laughs> I, Jay Marie said about, about your opening, and I'm like, oh, I would love to talk to her Sunday. Maybe she can pop on, and here you are. So what yeah, is this place? Was... What is it called?
5: You know what it's called? Well, I keep this, I Okay. So my name for it is the Center for Intuitive Living, but I refer to it all the time as the center because it's a lot easier for people. And honey, you know what it is? I mean, I'm really excited about it. Um, I've had a teaching center in Minneapolis for many, many, many years, but Mm -hmm. I've never had one that has all the things in it that I've wanted. And I finally found a place in the hub Shopping center in Richfield, and it's fifty one hundred square feet. Wow, it's huge! And honey, you know it's it's just it's got, uh, got. Oh, and I should say also that I partnered up with a lady who owned a store called the Enchanted Boutique, and so she moved out of her place, and then now she has the front of my building and I have the back end of the building and it's perfect because, you know, a lot of people when they come to the center for classes on how to live intuitively or, oh gosh, uh, they take astrology classes. We have um, a, a church called spirit United. They're going to now in April start having their services there on Sunday mornings. It's, you know, honey, it's just a lot of really cool classes, and, um, and then with Bonnie's store up in front, it just makes it really cool. I mean, it's just going to be so cool, and yesterday... Yeah, tell me about that. A,
3: you had a big deal yesterday.
5: Oh, my God, Susie. Honey, I can't even tell you. Oh, my God. I'm still, today, honestly, I slept till 5 o'clock this afternoon. Uh. I was exhausted. I was exhausted after yesterday. We had over 300 people come to the grand opening, and um,
3: what's it called? I mean, everybody... The aura palooza.
5: Yeah, we call it the aura palooza. <laughs> I because, love that. Uh, uh, one of the guys there has an aura camera, so people can come and get their picture of their aura, mm. their aura taken. And so we just started calling it the aura palooza, and people love it. Oh my god. We were swamped yesterday, Susan. You, it was so, very Echo, cool.
3: so Echo, what do you think that means? Like what's going on with people that, that they have that yearning, that hunger for that? No.
5: You know, honey, a lot of people yesterday said to me, I'm so glad that we are getting our community back together mm. because since the pandemic everybody just kind of went off in their own little corner and and now with the space that we have, which is so nice, so big, um, like I said, honey, we had so many people yesterday, but we were able to have enough space for everybody and people, um, they loved the vendors. There's so many people are searching right now because as a result of the pandemic, a mm-hmm. lot of people, you know, they quit their jobs, yeah. their lives changed they got out of relationships, right. uh, started new relationships. Honey, so many people are searching right now for the meaning of their life. Mm-hmm. Why is this all going on? Mm-hmm. What is the point? Right. And that, that's that's why people come. Yeah. Because they can't help understanding what is going on right now.
3: So let's talk again. So you have this space. You call it the center. Yeah. And it's yeah. inside of there. There's this enchanted boutique to purchase, you know, jewels and jewelry and crystals, yep. candles. Um, yep. But then in the back, yep. do you? it's you yep. and then you have other um, psychics or, or healers or teachers yep. that are yep. there all the time. Do you make appointments? Kind of explain how it works.
5: Well, OK, so first of all, let me say with the Oropalooza, it's the third Saturday of every month from 10 to 5. Okay, so we're always there, and there's always about 35 vendors who do different things. Um, and then people can either, um, you know, the best thing that people can do is sign up on my, <clears throat> on my um, for my, <clears throat> excuse me, honey, my email uh, on my website, okay. on my the homepage. They can scroll down and then just sign up, and they'll get the newsletter that will let them know. I always let people know who the vendors are and what they do and how they can pre-register for a session if they want. Mm -hmm. Um, But now we're going to have, like, an astrologer is going to teach astrology classes. I'm going to teach classes on how to live intuitively. Um, There's going to be healing classes. This uh, retired pastor, Lutheran pastor, um, who's really gotten into uh, spirituality? He's going to be teaching classes out of there. Mm. Um, what, what is it, what is tapping?
3: Oh, I see E F T E as in Edward, F as yeah. in Frank, T as in
5: Tom. What is that? Yeah, you know, honey, it's tapping, and it. I, I can't really explain it myself. She, it's just. I, I know. I've heard. A,
3: I've actually heard about it. I think it's like a. Yeah, it's. I don't want to say it's a distraction, but if you're having pain or something, then you tap a certain part of your face or your chest, and that takes your attention to that tapping and away from that pain. I thought that was okay, what see. I remember
5: it being. Um, well, that's well, pretty I mean, cool. You know, yeah, you know more than I do. Oh, right? I don't. And know I feel much. bad that I can't give her. Um, I can't give it a better description. But that's
3: okay. Yeah, people. So people, they tap. Yeah, it does something. Yeah. It's neat. Sorry,
5: God. No, it's all right.
3: No big deal. It's just you and me and anyone who's listening tonight. But you talk a lot about, I want to ask you about intuitive living. So if someone's listening, Mm -hmm. like your intuition, Mm -hmm. what is your intuition?
5: You know what, sweetheart? I have come to believe that it is the voice of God within us. And it's, you know, it talks in the Bible, it talks about the still small voice within and that that's where we find God is the still small voice within. And honey, for most of my life, my mom started teaching me when I was seven, how to listen to my intuition. And she would always point to my stomach and say, well, what does your intuition say? And finally, I started to get it what she was talking about. It was that, that feeling inside. And you know my dad always made fun of it. Oh yeah, that thing you women have. And but I've come to understand it over many many years. It is different from psychic abilities. People think a lot of people think it's the same thing, but it's not because psychic abilities are pretty much up in our head and then intuition is down I I think somewhere between our heart and our belly button and it's that inner knowing that we get you know, we just know things or um, women use the expression, I just know this is what I should do. Mm. And men say, well, you know, my gut says this is what we should do. Mm. And that's how you can tell if it's their intuition when they're using the word knowing. Mm. That's how they can tell. If, you know, Susie, it, it takes time to develop a relationship with your intuition and yet it's just like the coolest thing ever because it never lies to us. It always its job is to guide us. Mm. And what I a, love it.
3: What are some simple well, things that someone could do that might help them tap into their intuition?
5: Okay. So first of all, you, mainly, and I keep this all really simple, but I tell people, put your attention down in your heart area When you're asking a question. Like if you wake up in the morning and you, you know, you talk to God or you talk to whoever and you just say, you know, I need some guidance today. Or let's say you're about to go into a business meeting and you just say to your intuition, Okay, give me some guidance here. I want to say the right words. And then instead of putting your attention up on your head, you bring it down to your heart and you you get these feelings of inspiration mm. um, or another one really simple, Susie is just listen to that part of your body throughout the day. Cause honey, I mean, you know, I, re- here's a simple story, but uh, an example of standing in the grocery, in the grocery store and I was in the grocery line mm-hmm. and I was next to check out and my inner voice, I get this sense of butter and I, and I, quietly said to my intuition, I have butter, butter. (laughs) I said, I don't don't need butter, butter. And I thought, oh, for God's sakes, I don't need butter. (laughs) So I get home. I get home and I look in the refrigerator and there's butter. Well, I had a a half a pound, but still I had butter. Well, honey, no lie. Half a a minute later, my neighbor shows up at the front door. Echo, do you have any butter I can borrow? She says, I'm having a party. And I ran out of butter and I said, how much do you need? Oh, probably just a half a pound. You have that. And I'm thinking, oh, my God. Yeah. And so, yeah, for my butter. And then I didn't have any more butter. So, honey, it's like that. It it gives us these little knowings. And the problem with all of us is we just think it's silly mm-hmm. until we find ourselves saying five minutes later. Oh, I just knew I was supposed to do that. Right. I just knew that. Right. And we don't know, we don't know. How did we know that? But we knew that. And that's intuition.
3: It's interesting. Cause that's- my mom always talks about her aunt Annie, you know, that back in the day in, in earlier times when, when life was a little more slow and careful that she, her aunt Annie could tell like if somebody was going to die She'd look in her teeth, and she would say, well, blah, 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 and that would happen. And I do think that in a busy world, a digital world, a fast-paced world, a gimme, gimme, gimme world, it's easy to become disconnected to your intuition and not pay it any mind. Um, Oh, honey. Yeah. Don't you agree that in the day back, in in simpler times, maybe? yeah,
5: Yes, honey. I mean, look at. Everything that we go through in just one day, all the decisions we have to make, all the conversations we have, oh God. And then we're trying to hear the still small voice inside. It's a challenge. For yeah. sure it's a challenge. But we can do it. We can learn how to do it. And yes, I really believe our ancestors relied so much more on their intuition than we do. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. They just did.
3: But it's not lost. It's but not. It. Yeah, yeah, you we can always. Uh, call yep. it up, right? Or sit there with,
5: yep. yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, 24-7. It's always there. It's always, always there. Guiding up. I love it. Yeah, honey. Well, so,
3: so for uh, third Saturday of the month and the store is yeah. open, can you come in and shop and check it out at any yeah. time? Okay.
5: Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, it's called Enchanted Boutique. And yeah, Bonnie's going to be open... I think pretty much every day, honey. She's talking about maybe taking Mondays off, but she's not sure yet. She's she's gonna wait and see what the what you know what what people seem to want or need. And uh, but right now, I know she was open today. She she was just as busy. Oh God, we were so busy yesterday, Susie. And uh, she said last night I'm going to go home and go to bed. And she said she woke up this morning and she just knew she should go open up the store she said she was really busy today oh that's so,
3: great well, I we'll have, we. i'll have to pop over i'll yes. have to come see oh, you God.
5: you have to honey you have to it's in the hub shopping center right next to walgreens okay. and i mean yeah we're easy to find it's right in richfield um the address is 8 west 66th street Perfect, And we got lots of parking and it's just, it's just a wonderful place, honey.
3: I can't so wait to check it out. I will. I will. We'll have a beautiful yeah. night, yeah. get some rest. And uh, thank well, you. So... Thank you for coming on tonight.
5: Oh, honey. Are you kidding? Thank you. <laughs> this is honor. Honest to God, Susie. Oh, It's a real honor.
3: Well, I appreciate what you do. And I think that essentially that learning to get to be friends with our intuition and, and seek its guidance is so helpful in yeah. a world that's so full yeah. of rushed and pain yeah. and uh, so to take a minute and just I slow know, down that still voice. Yeah. We'll Thank have a beautiful night and uh look forward to seeing you soon.
5: Okay, honey. All Thank right. you. Good night. Bye-bye.
3: That nice. is Echo Bodine uh, celebrating the grand opening of her new center for spiritual development. Again, as she mentioned, it's in the Hub Shopping Center at West Sixty Sixth Street in Richfield, and a lot to see and do. You can always find out more about what Echo is doing at Echo Bodine. That's e c h o b o d i n e dot com. We are going to finish it up tonight. We'll take a little break, and then we'll let you know what's going on in the world and. Say goodnight, Gracie, right after this. Well, we are nearing the top of the hour, nearing the 11 o'clock hour. My name is Susie Jones. It's it's going to take my time. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to get you right up to the 11 o'clock hour. Jonathan Lowe has been with me all night. It's been a lot of fun. We do want to recap the weather as we near the top of the hour, Um because it is worth mentioning again. Uh, We have a couple of rounds of snow this week that you need to be aware of. Uh, Some of it, well, it will affect the Twin Cities. It all starts with some, as Jonathan said, on again, off again snow throughout the day on Monday. Uh, Not too much accumulation, but then later in the week, Wednesday into Thursday, more snow. And Jonathan, I... this will continue to become more clear as we get nearer to Wednesday and Thursday. But at this point, it's really a great swath of Minnesota that will be affected.
4: Yes. Um, so this right now, it looks like this low pressure center is starting to form a little bit. Uh, looking at the, the the map of today, mm-hmm. there is right now a low pressure center that's basically over eastern Minnesota, northwestern Wisconsin, that's moving up uh through the region, and that's where we're going to get the snowfall tomorrow. Okay. And because the low will be centered over areas around or to the north of the Twin Cities, the northern side of that low will get more of the impact. That's why you're going to see more of the, no- the snow in northern Minnesota. There are a couple of low pressure centers that will continue to move to the northeast. It's all on a southwest to northeast track. Okay. And I believe the one that's really going to affect us later in the week, that might be. In the Baja of the in Baja California right now. Oh, Um, so that'll continue moving up and it will continue gaining steam and it's going to pull in a lot of Gulf moisture. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're going to see all this snow wrapping around the backside.
5: Sure.
4: And when you have these systems, especially in the winter, Mm. it's all going to depend on the track of the storm. Mm -hmm. So if the storm maybe sags a little bit to the south we may not see as bad of a of a reading of snow if it goes a little bit to the north maybe we get more of a little bit of a warmer core in there and get more freezing rain mix but the way it's tracking right now it's going to track where the bullseye of this snow path mm-hmm. is going to be over basically from northeastern nebraska through eastern and southeastern south dakota going through the state of minnesota and northern Iowa and into uh, northwestern Wisconsin. So that's what looks to be the bullseye right now. That's where you have the the long track of the winter storm watches. And, again, these usually get upgraded for for the snow f- systems, for the winter systems, mm-hmm. usually set these watches out Right about now, 48, 72, maybe as much as 96 uh, hours out from the storm itself. Right. But usually in that 48 to 72-hour time frame before the storm hits, your area, you'll see those watches as it gets closer to the 24-hour period, the 12-hour period, those will be upgraded, and then you'll see the effects come through a little bit more.
3: So I was reading, as we've been watching this develop in the National Weather Service, that the Twin Cities Possibly could see 10 inches of snow or more when it's all said and done by Thursday? Yeah. yeah. Um, Is that right? I mean, that's terrible. The idea of that.
4: It depends on who you're watching. If you Mm. watch some of the local newscasts, I just had our sister station, CCO4, up right now. Yeah. What are they predicting? You looked at over through Thursday, Mm -hmm. 18. (gasps) Are you kidding? So hopefully that's a little bit on the high side. Uh, but we'll see what happens again. Keep keep it tuned to us the next two to three days. We'll yeah. keep you aware of what's going on. Sure. And we'll keep you apprised of the situation as the storm hits.
3: Jonathan, have a lovely night. I know you're going to walk me to my car because you are a gentleman if you are anything else.
4: Fooled another one.
3: And, <laughs> and I don't want to get to any trouble getting to my car tonight. Thank you so much for all your help, and we wish Geraldine all the best and healing energy sending out to her. She'll be back with you next Sunday.
0: His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it.